Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here this fine, fine Tuesday morning. And if you will go ahead and turn with me to the 115th Psalm, we'll be starting in the fourth verse today. Psalm 115, starting in verse 4. And we've uh, been looking at this Psalm as part of a uh, larger group of Psalms. Uh, and uh, these Psalms would have been all sung around the feast, and particularly the Passover. And this song uh, we're looking at now, I think was most likely uh, a song it may not have been written specifically for that occasion. It may have already been written, um, but I do believe that it was brought out, uh, particularly to be sung at the rededication of uh, the temple when the Jews returned from their Babylonian captivity. And so at that dedication, if you just kind of go back and look, you'll see that they start out by saying, it's not us, we didn't do it, we're giving glory to God. And now, in these next few verses, um, they say some things in this song, some things are, are sung here uh, that I think are meant to be a reminder to the Jew and also kind of a uh, thumbing their nose at their enemies uh, because while they had been returning to Jerusalem, while they'd been trying to rebuild their city, uh, there had been people all around them who were ridiculing uh, and asking them why they served God. Uh, and so uh, they, I think, are reminding themselves of the importance uh, of worshiping God, not idols, uh, and kind of, uh, again, thumbing their nose that uh, those around them uh, as they the last few verses we looked at we talked about uh, about how their God was a great God uh, that uh, even when the heathens ask where is your God and now in verse 4 they specifically uh, call out these uh, idols and, and foreign gods by saying their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. And so uh, they, again, I think, remind themselves uh, and uh, anybody who, who was around them uh, that any God other than the God of Israel uh, was a man-made uh, statue, idol uh, of, of some type. Uh, they have mouths, but they speak not. Uh, and they have eyes, they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Uh, noses have they, but they smell not. Hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. Um, and uh, the Bible gives us uh, numerous examples of God speaking, of God hearing, of God seeing man and what he is uh, doing, uh, of God walking, um, of, of God moving, being uh, a, a living uh uh, living being. Uh, and so these people, uh, they knew it. Uh, 
uh, from their experience. Uh, they had witnessed God move as they had been again uh, delivered from their Babylonian captivity as they had come back to Jerusalem, began to rebuild the city, and now uh, began to rededicate uh, their temple. Uh, and so uh, they could sense, feel, see uh, the presence of God as, as they began to rebuild uh, their nation. And particularly uh, now, as they would be rededicating uh, their temple. Uh, and so as they uh, are doing that, again, they just lay out the truth, uh, again, reminding themselves and anyone else uh, of the truth of the distinction uh, of the difference uh, between any of the false idols around them. And again, they were surrounded uh, by people worshiping false gods. Uh, and so they remind themselves and point out to their enemies these distinctions. Your God, your idol has a mouth, but have you ever heard from it? Your idol has ears, but does it hear you? Your idol has eyes, but it doesn't, doesn't see. Uh, and so they point out these, uh, these distinctions uh, while reminding, again, themselves and anyone else uh, that the God of Israel uh, was the complete opposite. Uh, that he could see, that he did hear, that he did uh, walk among the people, that he did uh, work on their behalf. They could sense and see and feel uh, the work uh, of their God. Uh, and then they come to this conclusion in verse 8, they that make them are like them. Uh, they that like them. Uh, they that make them are like them, and so is everybody that trusts them. What does he mean by that? Uh, when he says they that are they that make them are like unto them. Uh, or they're not they're not statues, certainly. They're not uh, wood or, or stone. Uh, so what does he mean? And he says uh, that they are like them. Uh, I believe the answer to that is in, in consider what he just said. That they have eyes and can't see, tongues and can't speak, ears and can't hear. They have no power. They have no ability uh, in these idols. And he says, so anybody who's worshiping an idol uh, becomes like the idol. They have no power. They have no uh, no ability, they have no uh, no, no uh, strength about them, and and, and so uh, he says they become just like these idols. They become useless. Uh, they become of no value. Uh, and so he says, any time that you put something ahead of God, um, you are are you you're going to become uh, like what you worship. Uh, and that's a truth for us today that we need to understand. We become like what we worship. Uh, whatever that is, uh, the more we worship the God uh, of Israel, the more we worship the God of the heavens, the creator of the universe, uh, the Trinity, uh, the more we worship him, the more uh, like him that we uh, become. And we need, uh, as believers today, there, I think there's a couple lessons that we draw uh, then from, from this thought. Uh, as believers, uh, as followers of Jesus Christ, uh, we need to be doing all that we possibly can 
to uh, to lead people away uh, from any of these idols and these idols come in all shapes and sizes it's not just uh about building a uh a statue in your backyard it could be money it could be a job wherever we put our trust wherever we put our hope uh, wherever we get our security uh that's what we are uh, worshiping. Uh, but I think we even need to go uh, even further uh, and be careful um, as believers that we don't get caught up in uh, and we are careful to help others uh, to see the dangers of even uh, some of the superstitions that people hold. Um, and uh, again, th those that, um, you know, there's all kinds of dangers in this area, uh, I think of idolatry. You know, there are a lot of people who say, well, it doesn't matter what you worship as long as you worship something, not according to this. Uh, there are those who say that, uh, you, know, you know, well, we all serve this. Oh, we all, there's only one God. We all serve the same God. We may call it something. No, not according to this. Uh, this passage says there is only one God. Uh, and that, that God is the God of uh, of Israel, Jehovah, Yahweh. Uh, he is the God, the God that revealed himself to us uh, through Jesus Christ and anything else uh, that is put in front of him uh, has become uh, a God. And we need to, uh, to help people to understand uh, the importance uh, of that. And as believers ourselves, uh, we need to also, again, I said that they sang this song, uh, I think, as a reminder to themselves and as a uh, warning to anyone who heard it. I think we need the same thing, uh, that this passage reminds us to help others, to warn others uh, about the dangers of putting anything uh, before God. Uh, but it also serves as a reminder uh, to you and I of the same thing, uh, because if we're not careful, even believers, uh, we sometimes can, uh, we'll get to putting our confidence in our job or a paycheck or, uh, you know, anything. Uh, and when we put our confidence and our trust there, um, again, uh, then we have allowed that to become uh, an idol uh, in our life. Uh, and so uh, we need to remember, uh, I hope you'll remember today, uh, that, that thought, again, they that make them are like them, uh, and everybody that trusts in them. We are like who we worship. Uh, we become what we worship. Uh, and so uh, let's go out today and worship him so we can become more like him. Have a great day, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning.